Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the podcast, we have our friend, fellow student and alum, Erin Shebish. She is a certified success mindset coach for solopreneurs, and she helps women find their version of success by gaining clarity, direction, and confidence. And she does a pretty fantastic job at that. Today, we're talking about Erin's personal journey from a little bit of a hot mess to setting boundaries and creating systems. And then her journey throughout the Strategy Academy and how she was able to handle all of that with some major health crises. We are so excited for you to listen to everything she experienced and how you can apply it to your life and business. Hello, everybody. We are here with our friend, Erin. Welcome, babe. It's so good to chat with you again. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat with you guys. We are super, super excited to hang out again. We did a fun little Facebook Live with you a few weeks ago now, a month or so ago. Time is flying by. And it was really, really fun getting to hear your story a little bit and chatting with you a little bit more. So today we're kind of going to touch on a lot of cool, no, they're cool because you made it out on the other side, but they're not necessarily cool that they happened. And I feel like with our audience and a lot of the people that are in our community, you know, life sometimes hits you like a truck. And there are things that go on with your family or with yourself or your partner or whatever. And I think one of the questions that we get all the time is, okay, but how do you still maintain a business and your sanity and your clients and make everyone happy and like stay healthy and all of the things? And so I would love to hear a little bit about some of the journey that you've gone through this year, even alone, and some lessons you've learned to take away from that of keeping your business thriving, like your client roster is full right now. Like that's incredible. So share with us a little bit about what's been going on this year. Okay. Well, everything's been going on this year. (laughs) It's been a year. 
on this year. Yeah, exactly. It's been a full year. So a little bit of backstory is I've been working online for seven years. And five years ago, I started having all of these like weird things pop up in my body. Like I started and like really tired all the time beyond the normal, like I have three children tired, like the type of tired where my husband was having to come like help me out of bed. And then ended up with pain all the time and migraines that would just, you know, totally ruin my day. Went to doctor after doctor after doctor and had all of them go, you're a healthy young woman. Everything's fine. And I'm like, clearly y'all are wrong. Y'all don't know what you're talking about. This is not normal. And then finally, at the end of last year, it all kind of came to a head while I was running a business. And I had transitioned into a completely different business model and started complaining about it to another doctor. And that doctor said, oh, wait, I think I can help some of this stuff out. I think I can help fix a little bit of this. And ended up with two surgeries that, yeah, super fun. Two surgeries that were like major abdominal surgeries. I wasn't allowed to sit up while having a business, while having three active little boys. And I mean, and that's not including my husband who needs taking care of just as much as the children, I feel like. But I had to take that time to step back and still manage to run my business successfully. I still kept my clients. I hosted a major summit over the summer. I, you know, have a full client roster now. And I'm still like in the thick of all this, like medical, you know, fun. So yeah, it's just mayhem, mayhem. But I'm still managing to keep my business going. I'm still taking care of my family. And I'm not running myself into the ground, which is completely different than what I had been doing like two years ago, where I was like, exhausted and dying and like, how am I balancing all of this and just not happy. What steps have you really taken since then? Because I feel like sometimes when these things happen to us, it's only after the fact that Mm -hmm. we can really wrap our heads around oh, this is actually what I did and it worked out. Mm-hmm. Maybe not perfectly, but better than it could have if had I just let it continue down the road I was going. So what things changed between frazzled mm-hmm. and unhealthy and falling <laughs> apart to managing to keep all of the things afloat this year? Okay, so it was two things that really made a difference for me. And there are things that I can so clearly identify now that I'm like – moving forward and growing, but it was setting boundaries and setting up systems. Those were two areas that I seriously lacked in was boundaries and systems. And once I implemented those, like looking at the difference, the stark contrast between frazzled, like falling apart, Aaron, and like dealing with things and getting it done, Aaron, it's it's always those two things, <laughs> you know? And the boundaries, I feel like were such a huge part of it because for a long time, I was very much that chronic guesser for everything. And even when I was sitting there falling apart, someone would say, hey, can you do this for me? Or can we make this happen? Or can we collaborate on this? I'd be like, oh, yeah, definitely. Of course. Sure. Yeah, we can do can this. Make I'll make it work. You know, I'm just dying. It's okay. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. I've got this. So. Well, how did you set those boundaries? Was it simply just changing a yes to a no? Or Did you have to make rules with certain people? Like, how did you get that set in place? All of the above. All of the above. No, I hit this point where I realized, like, I was saying yes. And as soon as I would say yes, I'd spend the rest of the day, like, chewing my nails. Like, oh, my goodness. How am I going to do this? How am I going to make more happen? How can I possibly add more to my schedule? And, you know, my husband is there, like, ready to shake me. Like, what are you doing? Why are you taking all this on? 
But I felt so guilty about saying no that I just allowed it to continue to a point where I realized like, oh gosh, you're not helping yourself. You're hurting yourself. And you're not helping all these other people that you're saying yes to because you're only giving a small percentage of yourself. So I did have to say no. I had to change my mind on some things because I had a very full plate at the time. So I did say no. I reached out to people and I explained to them like, look, I'm you know, falling apart here. Much more professionally is how I worded it. But I let them know just very upfront like this is not you know, lack of wanting to work with you. I would love to collaborate with you or do something with you in the future. But right now, I can't give you the best of myself and that's what you deserve. So said no to those things. And then I stepped out. And I did identify those, what I like to call the emotional vampires in my life, the people that really, you know, they just leech and leech and leech off of you. And you realize that you're always saying yes to avoid any sort of like Mm -hmm. weird, like confrontation or or any negativity. And I identified those and just said, like, for myself, for my family and, and for my business, I need to set these boundaries in place. So it came down to just addressing things head on, like, hey, you know, I know that I have helped you with this in the past, but my focus is here right now and I can't. Here are some people that can help you. So it was drawing lines in the sand. It was addressing things head on and it was, you know, backing out of things that I had wanted to yeah. do. Well, quote unquote, wanted to do. Right. right. Well, I so appreciate that part of that process was going back and yeah. telling people you had already said yes to no. And I recently had to do this in my own life. And, you know, as hard as it was, and I literally bawling my mm-hmm. eyes out, feeling <laughs> so bad, and knowing that honestly, it's going to be better for them in the long run, because I couldn't give them what they deserved and what they needed. So I love that you were able to recognize that and truly communicate that. And I'm sure you were met with what I was met with, which was complete and utter understanding and grace. And so often we convince ourselves that the world is going to fall apart (laughs) if we don't do this one little piece of it. If we don't this one project or we don't do this one volunteer activity or we don't you know do these things and we make ourselves out to be the our own worst enemy Mm -hmm. like we are telling ourselves that the world will crumble beneath our feet if we don't continue Mm -hmm. down this path that's truly tearing us apart so I'm so proud of you and I I hope that other people are listening and can take that and say you know, it's not just about saying no in the future. It's really about assessing where you're at Mm -hmm. and what is going to make it too hard to continue. Like if you need to go backwards, you have every right to say no to something you've already said yes to. Well, and I think it's incredibly humbling for us to remind ourselves like the world doesn't revolve around what we do. And like, if we don't have a piece in that collaboration or that event or that whatever, like is going to be okay. (laughs) Like we're not the only who can do great things. And so I think it's a part of a little reality check for ourselves too, which is, is hard because we're all just like so good at what we do. <laughs> so you talked a lot about setting those priorities up and really reassessing, but now let's switch gears and talk about systems a little bit. You mentioned that you started implementing some things. So what were those systems yeah. that you put in place and how were you managing to set them up amidst the chaos? Yeah. Okay. So girl, like before (laughs) there were no systems in place. It's so 
embarrassing when I go back and look at the way I used to operate things. And I'm like, how did you survive? Like, even without all the mayhem in your life, how did you do this? Where it was like, oh, it's 9am. I should probably post something on my blog. Like, it was just maddening how bad it was. But then I sat down and I started going through different like tools and read about like, wait, how can I automate this? Is this something I actually need to be sitting here doing live every single time? Can I automate it? So I looked into different social media schedulers and set aside time to do that. And I finally found an organizational system that I use and, and I'm like addicted to Trello. Like that's where my workflows are. That's where everything is. I know what's coming up like weeks now in advance. I know like the workflows that I have for new clients, for, you know, podcasts that get put out, blog posts, you know, everything has a workflow that I've written down and it's all in there. So now it's not this like frantic chaos of like, oh wait, what do I need to do today? Oh, I forgot to do this. I forgot to do that. And a lot of it did come down to being forced into doing that because despite all of the issues I was having, I was not willing to let go of my business, you know? And that was what a lot of people kept saying like, well, you know, there's no shame in been stepping out and not doing it anymore. And there's not. But for me, it wasn't an option because I wasn't going to let my my issues control my life. I still want to live my life. And determining like, okay, I'm not willing to let this go. I'm also not willing to, you know, spend the rest of my time feeling this frazzled way. What can I do? So it was just seeing what other people were doing. What are other successful people doing that are not living in front of their computer? How are they doing it? And I think that was, in fact, I think that's how I found you guys was just through like, someone said Trello. And I was like, Trello, what is this nonsense? And then ended up taking that, like one of those courses, finding out how to use Trello to make it work. And then everything else just fell into place. Like this whole year has been organization year, I feel like. And it's all been like Trello, social media schedulers, and then having a a great workflow put down. Yeah, I think, you know, we we preach about it so often and I think a lot of people kind of put that to the back burner if they don't have anything set up because it does take time to do. It takes time to learn mm-hmm. them. It takes time to reorganize your stuff. But I think you still being so fresh in it, do you have an idea about how much time you lost to reorganize your shit to then gain back that time and clarity? Do you have an idea of those numbers? Oh, yeah. It actually wasn't too bad. I was really worried about implementing the systems because I thought, like, I don't have time as it stands. How am I going to have time to implement these systems? And I very frustratedly, like, complained to my husband about it. Like, I'm cooking dinner and I'm like, well, I don't know how I'm supposed to make it better. I don't have any time. And he was just like, Aaron, you know, I am a co-parent here. I can take the children and I know how to clean. Yeah. He's like, I can do this. And, you know, that became a point where I realized, like, you have to let go of some things here to spend some time elsewhere because I'm a control freak on top of everything else, which is so lovely, right? But no, I mean, it took me a weekend. He, he like, told the kids, you know, we're going to go out and have man time and mommy's going to do her thing. And I sat at home for a weekend and wrote down everything that I do and wrote down all of my workflows and then set it up. And now it's just maintenance. Like I can sit down for an hour every so often to update social media stuff. And I get all of my videos and blog posts done in one go in you know the beginning of the month because I have it all planned out. So just taking a weekend has saved me so much time. I don't have to be on my computer all day. It's wonderful. I love that. I love that you just like one and done. You're like, get the kids out. We're going to do this over the weekend. And I'm just going to set it mm-hmm. up. I love that. Like that's, 
Well, everyone and, needs and to do I that. feel like sometimes we get hard on ourselves about losing a weekend every now and again, but you know, I built my website in a weekend. I right. set up systems in a weekend. Like right. Those things happen every so often, mm-hmm. but what you gain back is so, so great. I literally had this like pat myself on the back moment the yeah. other day. <laughs> I was training someone new for our staff and very frazzled in the moment of like, oh my gosh, we're moving from one person to another. I can't imagine like how I'm going to do this. And then I found all the things I had set up already. And I was like, like a year ago, I was like, I already recorded all the training videos. I already wrote down all the processes. And I literally had forgotten hashtag traumatic brain injury. Uh, <laughs> but I was able to just, instead of spending hours of my day explaining something, able to send them a video I had recorded when I wasn't frazzled Mm -hmm. and when I was working on transitioning it the first time. And I was like, bless you, old Abby. (laughs) So I know those those moments will come back to you later and you'll be like, I'm so great. I got this. So on top of, you know, setting boundaries and organizing systems, you also decided with all that time you had to invest in a pretty big program this year and spend some time learning new strategies about your business. So Mm -hmm. talk to us about what that program was and why you decided that you had the space or you had to make space in order to make Mm -hmm. it happen. Okay. So I had decided I took, I think, yeah, I started with rock your biz and then the strategy Academy came out and I was reading all about it. And I was like, this is exactly where I I need to be right now because I want to take this time, the summertime to really streamline what I'm doing and make every step I take count. Because a lot of time, I feel like business owners, and I say this as like someone who does this themselves, like we do things just for the sake of doing them. Oh, yeah. Just okay. because we feel like we should. Oh, yeah. But there's no strategy behind it. So ultimately, it's just wasted time. And I don't, I'm not at that point anymore where I want to waste my time on them. Like I want to make everything I do count. So despite having a lot of experience, I wanted to restart my business after recovery and everything with a more solid foundation. And I said, you know, I could easily just, you know, well, not easily, but I could go ahead and try to figure this out on my own. And it could be, you know, it could work, it could not work, or I could invest in a course and learn solid foundational techniques from people who have actually made it happen and tweak it to work for myself. And that was a priority for me because. I really believe in my business and I believe in its success and it isn't a negotiable thing for me. So it was simple for me to just be like, yes, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to take the time and going to make it a priority. And I did. I signed up for it. It was super amazing and I learned so much from it. And it's been like such a huge help, especially like recently with like finally getting more answers about my own health and, you know, wanting to throw in the towel and being like, no, you don't have to throw in the towel because you've already got the systems in place. Exactly, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So what key takeaways do you think that, that the Strategy Academy really helped you kind of either gain clarity in your business or implement a new system or strategy that, that really kind of up-leveled where you were at? Yeah, there's so many different things. Oh my goodness. So I think the biggest one was 
in the first couple of weeks when we were determining, we were talking about like our why and our purpose and what drives us and everything. And this is an exercise that I've done so many times with clients, but I'd never thought to really dig into for myself and realized like all the stuff that I feel passionate about is, you know, it's right here and I'm stopping right here in this area because of what I feel people want slash need. So I had started like calling myself a creative business coach because I understand, I understand business. I understand like that side of the world and everything. I don't love it. And, you know, it's not something that I wanted to spend a lot of time on. And I would often drag my feet on projects because I'm, or or just like working with people because I'm like, oh, we're going to talk about the same thing again. I don't want to talk about this again. And this is ultimately just a quick fix to a long-term problem. And, you know, I want to dig into the meat and the potatoes of it, right? So I had that clarity that like, I'm allowed to say I'm shifting into this place. I'm shifting into this new role and we're going to talk about things that are actually important. While you might not think they're important, this this stuff is important. So had a huge shift in my business right from the beginning. I think it was like the second weekend and I was like, oh my goodness, my specialty is mindset. This is where I... This is where I thrive. This is the stuff I'm passionate about doing. This is when I get stuff done is when I'm working in that that place. So just I just did it. I was like, okay, clients, <laughs> you know, new and old, here's what's happening. And it's been great ever since. So that was one of the big ones. And then a small, like a smaller piece that I absolutely love is learning how to systemize my webinars <laughs> yeah, girl. so that it's not so crazy. Cause I used to over, like, I love doing webinars. I love doing the actual webinar, the prep time and the lead up. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do this. This is so much work. I'm so tired. I don't want to <laughs> do this. But now I've got this really great workflow in place for putting together a really great webinar that converts so well. Hashtag burrito. Yes, it was so good. So, so good. So that was like a shining moment over my summer was like, okay, I've got this great formula in place. Can I put together a webinar with everything else that I'm doing and make it really, really great? And and I did. And it converted so well. And it was so much easier than any other like webinar I'd ever done. So... I love that. We don't get to hear too much feedback from the bonuses because like the main content is just, I feel like so life altering that like, holy crap, you just changed the whole like scope of my business. And then there's this tiny bonus over here that I don't know, taught you how to build a website or run a webinar. And so I love hearing (laughs) about like those bonuses that are in there because they're my favorite. Like, I think they're They're pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Blood, sweat, and tears. Oh, yes. Maybe not sweat. Digital sweat. Digital sweat. Sweat equity. There you go. Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search 
match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Well, talk to me a little bit about the return on investment. Like you went out there and you, you know, decided to change something kind of radical in your business, like changing the scope of your business, how you help your kids a little bit (laughs) massive. So talk to me a a bit about how you've been able to go to totally booked out now Mm -hmm. and how you've seen the return happen. Okay. So a lot of the, I've had so much good return from this. <laughs> it's been so good. <laughs> so before I was, you know, I'm good at what I'm good at what I was doing before. And I'm, I, I'm like, that's just it. But I wasn't excited about it. And it was obvious when I get online and be like, let's talk about email marketing. And, you know, people are like, oh, that's so exciting. I don't want to <laughs> listen to and talk about email marketing. But now when I get online and I talk about what I'm doing, I'm so confident about it. And I'm so like passionate about it that it's kind of contagious. So I just pop into a Facebook Live and I'm like, let me tell you about my feelings today yeah. and how they relate to you. Or just being able to talk about stories in my life or that I've seen like in the world and, you know, confidently convert it over to how it works in, in a business setting. And people are just like, oh my goodness, yes. So that confidence helps to, to really like pull people in, I think. 
And that's been a huge shift for me to go from a place where I'm like, I know I have to talk about this because people want to hear about how to do X, Y, Z. But now it's just like, I want to talk about this. And I'm really fired up about helping you, you know, really appreciate yourself and step into your own purpose. And and that's been amazing. So I do have like, I have a full client roster now. I had a, like, based my whole, my whole virtual summit off of the same thing, like, this, you know, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about business strategy, but we're also going to get the emotional side of it too, because that's important to have a place where profit and satisfaction meet each other, you know? So I've had a huge return on investment to the point that like right now it's October, my kids are back at school and I'm able to just sit back and say, you know what, I'm not going to do a whole heck of a lot of like product creation or course creation or anything for the rest of this month. I'm just going to enjoy October and, you know, pumpkin patches and apple cider. So I love that. I love that. And that's something we talk about all the time of finding the why and the why behind your why and you get fired up. And I don't think people believe that until they feel it in themselves. You're just like, okay, but I know what I'm offering is good and it's fine. But I'm like, no, no. When you like really believe in it and like really get behind it, yeah. you could sell anyone anything. Like it doesn't, you have to like lose all those icky tactics. You don't have to worry about like how to market really even like just talk about what you're doing. And so I love that you've like mm-hmm. untapped that like business owner happy place. I want to talk, I want to go back a little bit and talk a little bit about tactfully and like strategically what are things that you did when you were doing that transition and pivot? So you said, I, you know, you said you told new and old clients what the transition was, but like, did you do that in a blog post, in an email? How did they react? Like, what did that look like? So I'm very fortunate. I have really wonderful clients and the people that I, like I was in the middle of working with when I made that transition, I let them know, like, this is what I'm going to be doing. I will finish out your package doing what we initially said we were going to do. We're going to keep working together in this respect. If you want to renew a package with me, this is what we're going to focus on. And then for people that were like new clients, like my warm leads, I let them know. I send an email out and it's just like, hey guys, here's what's up. And I explained that why I actually sent it. It was a video. I sent it. I did a video that I emailed out to everyone because video is my jam. It's how I communicate best with people face to face rather than like trying to type something up and have it be like heartfelt, meaningful. <laughs> so I sent that out and the response was incredible. I think I had one person who was just like, oh, I'm, you know, I don't really think that all that woo-woo stuff will help me with my business. And I'm just like, all right, girlfriends, that's fine. All right. Um, It will, but okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. Whatever. That's fine. I'll continue to support you through my newsletters and my blog posts, but this is what I'm doing now. Aside from that, I think it it was so funny. Everyone that replied to was like, oh yeah, this is totally you. Yeah. You're, you know, every time I talk to you, I get this confidence boost and, you know, people were calling me their cheerleader anyway. So, (laughs) so it was a great response. There was no, like, I didn't have any, any weird feeling about sending that because it was so true to who I was that I didn't feel like I had to pretend to be someone else or write things in a specific way. I just got in front of a camera and I was like, hey, I want to tell you a little bit about myself because while I am a coach and I do talk about business, I'm still growing too. And my goal is to continue growing so that I can help you grow too. Yeah, And it just worked well. Well, gosh, Erin, this is like... (laughs) Yeah, Let me just send you the award. <laughs> You're doing awesome. I'm so happy that that's how it worked for you. Yeah. And I think so often we convince ourselves that when we change things that people will like backlash on oh, us. Yeah. 
But oftentimes, we're the ones holding ourselves back from mm-hmm. the these potential things. Like, we've convinced ourselves that people only want to hear X, Y, Z from us. And if we really come into our own and talk about what we really care about, mm-hmm. we love our job so much more. I remember the mm-hmm. days when I would resent mm-hmm. making changes, mm-hmm. when I would, like, drag my feet to meetings with clients because mm-hmm. – That was not where my happy place was. My happy place was telling people how to run their businesses and telling them how to grow online. And but I couldn't, I couldn't grasp it. And until I kindly, kindly come into it, people were like, "Of course, that's where you shine." And Mm -hmm. and our business has shown the results of that. When you work on the thing that you are best at, Mm -hmm. your business will reward yourself in ways you never could expect. Well, yeah, and I want to applaud you because I feel like there are so many people, I mean, you said it already, like we do the things that we feel like we're supposed to do. And in the online world, when we're offering, especially to B2B, we offer the things that we feel like we should supposed to be offering. A course on how to grow Instagram, a course on email marketing, a course on this over here, because that's what everyone else is selling and that's what everyone needs to succeed. Like you need to know those strategies to succeed for sure. But there are very few businesses out there that offer the emotional component and that connectivity component and the mindset and the confidence and the boost and all of that. It's one of the reasons Strategy Academy was the first program we decided to add therapy sessions, as I'm sure you know and watch, because we couldn't ignore that part. And it was a need that we saw in our audience that they weren't feeling connected with by people who were succeeding. They would see the success and then they wouldn't see anything in between. And it's just, oh, they got there and it was great. And these are the strategies they used. And that's not how it works every time. And so I think hopefully, you know, people like us and people like you are helping even more business owners add that component if it feels right to them in their own niche, because I think we need Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree 100%. And I think the big part of it is that people often think that people like their their market needs a specific thing. But what what the market needs often is what they oh, don't yeah. realize they need. Like they go into it like, okay, I'm a business owner. So I should learn about Instagram, I should learn about email marketing. But there are all these components to business that they haven't been introduced to yet. So they don't even know that they need to learn it. And that's where, you know, people that have some of the experience to say like, okay, I, you know, I implemented all of this, but it didn't matter because my heart wasn't in it or my mindset wasn't right for it yet. I think that's where that really comes into play. But people don't, there aren't a lot of businesses that talk about that side of it. So, and that's been helpful for me to see another business talk about it. So, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. And I'm, I'm glad that was helpful because it's just, I'm just tired of, it's, it's something that we're passionate about, about lifting the curtain fully. And some people I feel like lift the curtain, but there's still like a sheer curtain behind there that you're never going to get mm-hmm. to see behind. And I right. think we're just over it. Like I'm like, sometimes this is really effing hard and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about getting through that, but we're going to talk about it from a point of, okay, how did we actually use it to turn around or what did we learn from it? Because there's a difference yeah. in like, venting and complaining and bitching about stuff and like actually using those things to help you move forward. Yes, absolutely. So I want to hear a bit about how all of that has like turned around and reverse helped your health and wellness (laughs) and personal. It's all one big circle, guys. (laughs) So like talk about, talk about the reverse of that. What's going on these days with those things? 
So the flip side, now that I'm like on the other side, I've got these systems put into place. I'm in a different place medically. And had I been hit with some of this stuff a year or two years ago, I really don't know how well my business would have continued. I'm pretty sure just like on the emotional side of it, I would have had a little bit of a breakdown because just because I don't think everybody knows everything that's going on. I'll give a a quick thing here. I had felt really, really great after my surgery recoveries and then randomly in the middle of summer started having these like weird things come up. Like I lost feeling in one side of my body and like just real like chest pains and like weird stuff. And I'm only 31. So this stuff is like, like, am I 31 and having a heart attack? What's going on? Am I dying? Like actually dying? And, you know, went to all these doctors and doctors were like, oh, it's this, it's that, it's a pinched nerve, it's nothing finally got referred to a neurologist because I've struggled with migraines forever. So they were like, well, maybe this is an avenue we should look at. And the neurologist said, hey, I think you have multiple sclerosis. And it was like, oh, like, what does that mean? Aside from that, Montel Williams has multiple sclerosis, which is like, that's all I know is like, am I going to end up in a wheelchair? Like, how am I going to run my business like this? Because this is that was the mindset I had. And I did have a little bit of an emotional breakdown from it because I was like, I'm 31 years old. I'm a mom. I'm a business owner. What does my life look like if this comes to pass? And I had to step away from a, like a part of my business. And because I had the systems in place, I've been able to say to the people in my life, like, I need your help with this while I cope with this. And here's how that this works. So I've been able to outsource certain things. And I've been able to say, like, this week, I'm just going to focus on my absolute must-be-done tasks the things that don't take a lot of time because I've got a system in place and honor where I'm at, like just honor myself where I am. And then, you know, got results from all my MRIs and stuff and was like immediately like, oh my goodness, what does my life look like now? And then had this realization like, it's okay. You know, if, you know, this is it, you've had this for a while, you're going to keep going and you're going to keep growing and you're going to kick its butt and you've got all this stuff in in place so that when you have down days, that's okay. And you just kick butt on the days that aren't down. So it's completely changed that outlook. It's completely changed like, because before I, I think had this happened before going through the Strategy Academy and learning systems and learning my boundaries and all of that, I think it definitely would have been that thing that kicked me to the curb finally okay. and I'd have been done. <laughs> I can't yep. maintain Yep. Yeah, I can't maintain this. But and then ultimately, I would have felt really bad about it because I love what I do yeah. so much. So yeah, I I have a feeling you went through the same thing I did, and that there was a point in my health journey where someone told me and like talk about kicking someone in the head. They told me, I think if you were at a quote normal job, mm-hmm. you would have been on disability by now. And mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that I had a job that would allow me to do what I needed to to take care of myself. But also, it makes me feel really good. Mm-hmm. Like when I have really shitty days to know that I'm still helping people. And I'm sure you yeah. felt the same way. And like, you're almost thankful mm-hmm. for this thing you built and this business that's surrounding you because it's its own support system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Getting a diagnosis like that, especially at your age, like a lot of people would just shut down completely and mm-hmm. thriving. Mm-hmm. Like you are going to do amazing things, and having MS doesn't have to ruin your life. You get to live your life 
and you just happen to have a mess. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's been a huge saving grace for me too, is realizing that like, this is a part of my story. This is not me. I have MS. It does not have me. And that's what I'm living by. And then the other part is, is that it, it's, I said, this is so perfect. I was talking to my husband about this yesterday and I said, this is so perfect. And he said, why? I said, my whole goal is to empower women to do whatever the F they want to do, no matter what obstacle is in their way. It was like, it only makes sense that I've got MS so that I oh, can yeah. show them. Like, it doesn't even yeah. matter. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. even matter. Let me show you how this is done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I love it's it. perfect. Well, I'm incredibly proud of you. It's been so amazing to see your journey over the past year of getting to know you and see the progress that you've made in your business and your community and your growth and everything. So I cannot wait to see what you've got coming up. But before we like head out, let's head into talk strategy to me. And I would love for you to kind of treat our listeners like a client real quick and just give what you would give a client three to five action steps of like the biggest struggles that you're seeing right now with mindset, confidence, and, and what are some pieces of advice you can give them? Big pieces of advice. I think the first one is to be intentional with everything that you do. Don't do things because you feel like you have to do them and because you see other people do them. If it doesn't fit, if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't lead you to your end goal, to your big why, then you don't need to do it. And that's okay because there are no rules in business. You do it however you do it and and that's okay. So be intentional with that. Set those boundaries because you are not just because you're a new business owner or you feel like a new business owner, that doesn't mean you're a doormat, you know? And especially when you work from home, I feel like you get take, people get, can get taken advantage of. Set those boundaries. Yeah. Set those boundaries. Feel good about it and know that you're not, you're not saying no in a mean way. You're saying no so that you can say yes to something big later. And that's, that's a huge thing. Be kind to yourself. That's a big part of it is being kind to yourself and showing yourself grace. If you are struggling with something, it doesn't, it, it's not, you know, it, it's not the, a picture of, the, of you as a person. Like it doesn't, you know, measure your value or anything like that. Be kind to yourself. Treat yourself with love. I'm a huge believer in words of affirmation. You know, talk to yourself kindly because you are listening. You really are. And I don't think people realize that that's such a true thing. They feel like that's a woo-woo thing, but it's not. If you say, oh, I, I suck at this. I'm never going to I'm never gonna improve. You slow yourself down so much because your brain automatically goes, oh, yeah, okay. So we're just going to – we're going to put this on the back seat. We're going to do something okay. else. Let's worry about something yeah. else, <laughs> not success. But if you yeah. talk to yourself like you are just boss, you know, you're top dog. You know what you're doing. You're going to get through and you are. You will be able to get through anything. And then – Strategy business-wise, have more than one stream of income. Don't make just one thing. For the love of God, please. Yes, Yes, do that. Yes. (laughs) Erin, thank you so much for being on the show today. If you want to hang out with more fabulous people just like Erin, I want you all to get on the wait list because the Strategy Academy is coming around again very soon. So head to mystrategyacademy.com slash waitlist. Now, if you want to hear more from Erin, where can they hang out with you? I am typically on Facebook and Instagram the most. And if you just look at Erin Shebishop, I'm the only Erin Shebish in the entire world. So I own those names <laughs> everywhere. And then also at ErinShebish.com. I own them. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy-to-customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. 
we make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.